The Art of Fatherhood How to Relate to Unconscious Actions My daughter kissed me on the cheek and told me that she loved me more than anything else in the world. I paused for a moment. Then I realized that nobody had ever said that to me before. So I told her, you know, I don't think anybody has ever said that to me. And she paused for a moment. And then she said, you know, if I had never been born, then nobody would ever have said that to you. I paused, and tears began to fill my eyes. We seem to find love in the strangest of places, or is it that love finds us? It is hard to know. The distance is deceptive. The far is perhaps not so far, and the near is perhaps further away than we think. I always wonder what love means to others. I think about stuff like that. Is it something that we slowly come to know, or is it something that has been hammered into us through a turmoil beyond our control? Is it a trampoline or a safety net? I wonder if parents are even aware of how their voice will echo in the chamber of the minds of the children long after the parents have departed from the world. Whose life do we live? Whose love do we give? Whose fears are we managing? Whose goals do we achieve? Whose focus do we have? Whose words do we use? We influence and are influenced. Everything we do has seen and unseen effects on the world. We must understand that reflections are fleeting and objective feedback is rare. Most of our emotional states are mirrors or photographs of a past that was ours but not of our control. Something that you must know is that it is not the challenge that fulfills you, but how much you grow. We are not only trained, but we are counter-trained. The unlearning is a success as much as the learning is a gift. How frequently we go out of our way to try to not answer the most relevant of questions. And all questions have answers, but that does not mean that all problems can be solved. Replaced, yes, but solved, that is a different matter. We are all dealing with what we have been dealt. Principles pinpoint the problems. Failure brings feelings of guilt. Understanding often brings remorse. We are all wounded 
or incomplete in some way. The kids never know what they are missing until far too late, and the abusers never stop to worry about their abuse. They just move on to the next target, the next victim, the next prey, the next fodder, the next easy ride. They won't stop to consider their own actions and inactions. They won't pause. Nothing needs to be examined. But then, we never want anyone else to dig in our garden if that's where we have buried all of the bodies. To give is often to distract. To converse is often to deflect. We often theorize and approximate and live in uncertainty rather than focus on the important personal deeper reasons for our actions. We overcompensate without realizing when we want our children to have everything that we couldn't. We understand little of what things mean to other people. The stated problem is rarely the real problem. We fight over the meaning of things rather than the things themselves. Meaning that we pour into something is not the meaning that naturally exists. It is a falsehood or a cover. What do your kids mean to you? Children are often a backward salvation to the childhoods that we did not have. If we pour ourselves into them, then we fill them up with all that we are. The bad as much as the good. It's like that old saying about being careful what you wish for. Children full of fear never fully open their hearts. Any action that causes negativity to children is putting their needs secondary. The children have to come first. This means coming before us, and this means that we need to know who we really are. Without a clear self-image, we are faceless to ourselves and society. Let's be clear about at least one thing. Children shouldn't ever seamlessly fit in. They should always stand out ill-fitting and charming, awkward and lovable, loud and annoying. As long as the children become themselves, they will never blend in, and that is just fine with me. Nature still requires a little nurture. Unstable childhoods can lead to unstable lives. A lot of misdirection requires a lot of correction. Help must be sought. Yet, still, a lot of therapists are unable to assist their clients because they never have the full picture. They never see the full experience. 
The half-moon only hints at what else might truly exist. Our yearnings often overcome our rational understandings as the unconscious desires take over from what we know. Real communication is annexed through a lack of self-knowledge. Self-attack is infinitely safer than an external attack. We are always managing ourselves. The unconscious mind does not know time. The fear is always near. When your kids tell you that they love you, ensure that they are doing it because they value themselves and their own ability. Not because they are seeking reassurance for safety or security that is not there or is not their own or that can't be felt. Ensure that there is a response and not a reflex. Ensure that you both have some understanding of what love means to both of you, conditional or otherwise, mysterious or defined, cautionary or limitless. Be conscious of each action and each thought and each reason and each word. The Art of Fatherhood